Are you looking for a new basketball shoe? If so, this is Gary Parrish here to tell you that the New Balance 2-Way V4 features the groundbreaking use of fuel cell technology with fresh foam creating the ultimate combination of rebound and cushioning. Every step feels explosive and dynamic, and the upper construction features a lightweight textile that's supportive and breathable. So whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the 2-Way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the 2-Way at newbalance.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Yeah, we had a good one Friday night. Anyone watching live on YouTube, I'm Matt Norlander. It's just going to be me. We're going to experiment with something throughout the season. This isn't going to be super common, but on occasions where there might be a, a big result that warrants a quickie reaction, either me or Parrish are going to hop on. Parrish is in studio tonight at CBS Sports Network. Duke Zona was so good, and we don't have any real games of note Saturday and Sunday. We're obviously going to reset this whole thing on the Sunday episode, but felt compelled to hop on for a quick minute here and just give you some, this is going to be genuine off-the-cuff reaction here. Shire and Lloyd haven't even had their post, uh, post-game press conferences as we're going with this. So if you enjoy this, feel free to let us know in the reviews on the YouTube channel social media, wherever. But uh, occasionally, when there's a window, we might just give you, again, this is quick appetizer-sized mini-pod reactions, if you will. Uh, what we saw on Friday night in Durham was obviously tremendous. 12th-ranked Arizona goes in, wins 78-73 uh, against Duke, and in doing so, I think sends a pretty big message. My biggest takeaway from this in the immediacy of the result is Arizona how ready it was to play and Duke Duke fared well overall and Duke had a nice push in the second half, but damn, I mean, from a defensive standpoint, this is, I will be shocked if this is not definitely Tommy Lloyd's best defensive team. And granted he's only in his third year at Arizona, but they were ready and they took Duke's counter punches. They, they handled them well, you know, the final minute and a half of the game, we had a couple of review situations. The The inbounds play that Shire drew up wasn't great. It winds up getting picked off. And then you get Caleb Love, you know, who had a, a half of a decent game and half of a typical Caleb Love game. He comes up big in the closing minutes there. And Duke doesn't even get a chance to try and get a potential three to even send it to the bonus time. Um, Filipowski at 25. He had eight boards. There were times when he was the best player on the floor. There were times when Kylan Boswell of Arizona, good God, I mean, he, and this is nothing against Kirk Risa, he is already a better player for Tommy Lloyd on both ends of the floor than Kirk Risa ever was. And Kirk Risa was a good player, but Boswell, you can already see it. And it wasn't just him. Um, the thing I enjoyed about the game, though, is you had Filipowski. Roach had a couple of really big plays at certain points of the game. Even Love had that. He had that ridiculous bank in three at the end of the first half to really give Arizona uh, a nice boost. Uh, I, I come away more impressed with Zona here than any kind of chin scratching over Duke, frankly. Um, I consider them to be near equal teams heading into the season, give a slight edge to Duke. And when we look up in two and a half, three months, maybe Duke will be a slightly better than Arizona. But right now, 
And it's just there's no doubt about it. Arizona is is better right now. It goes into hostile territory. It gets this win. You saw even even guys. How about our guy, Modier uh, Crevis, the the seven two freshman from Lithuania? I mean, he was up and down, but he had moments. In fact, he probably left six points on the floor in this game. Um, Tommy Lloyd now continues to impress and, you know, hasn't had success in the tournament uh, in a big scale in the first two seasons, but he just is outrageously good when, when it matters in the regular season. First of all, he's got more wins through two seasons and now two seasons, two games than anyone in the history of the sport. His record against top two, top five teams is five and one. He's 12 and four in ranked ranked on rank competition since he got the job in Arizona. And if you listen to our Friday preview show, it just won its first road game against a top two team since 2001. Uh, John Shire had not lost at home until until Friday night with that with that uh, with that Duke team there. And it's a it's a prideful loss. Um, this win, I said it on the Friday show earlier, and I'm going to repeat it on the Friday you know late show here. It, I think this will age as one of the five best wins of the season. Certainly five best knock-on wins. I'm talking about in terms of quad one seeding potential. This is a seed line bump kind of W. You knew it was coming without a doubt, but it's not a seed line knock for Duke. Not at all. A 78-73 loss is nothing to be embarrassed about. Um, I did like Duke's resolve in the second half. There are things to work on without a doubt. Um, Roach, by the way, went for a thousand uh, career points in this game. So I thought it was I thought it was pretty intriguing. We've got the uh, we've got the stat broadcast up. If you're watching on YouTube live or after the fact, you can kind of get a look at the box here. Overall, um, field goal shooting was about even. Three point shooting was exactly the same, 35%. Uh, just different volume shots overall. With that, uh, Duke shot better from the line. Arizona went to the line more often. Uh, Arizona had more turnovers, uh, so Duke had you know one more bucket off points off turnovers there. But what a game! Just. Uh, Tommy Lloyd's team was ready. Well, they scouted well. They walked in confident and it was evident from the first moment and on a busy Friday night. And again, we'll get every, every other result that's happened here on Friday. You know, Louisville takes a home loss to Chattanooga, West Virginia loses Maryland. Like we'll get all of that on the Sunday show. I just want to focus in on this, on the zone of Duke game. Um, it felt damn good to have this game live up to the hype. You know, the only ranked on ranked matchup we had in the first eight days of the season. And for uh, plenty of the pomp and circumstance and build up to this, uh, really impressed. Uh, and impressed in that both of these teams were able to play well despite obvious like first week of the season things that they need to work on. Like even Pella Larson, who Bill has said in the broadcast, he's going to play in the NBA one day. I think I would agree with that. Um, and why Arizona is going to be dangerous this season is like Umar Balo. He's got a ton of tremendous talent, but Arizona fans are definitely familiar with this. There are, there are times and games and stretches where he will leave three, four extra buckets on the floor or just a possession that just doesn't come to fruition there. So there will be nights when it's Balo. That's the dude. There will definitely be nights when it's Boswell. There will be nights when hell, I'm not even gonna say that Caleb Love isn't capable of it because he absolutely, he could be Keyshawn Johnson and the, and he did stuff at both ends, but his defensive presence is big. And then Pella Larson could be one of the guys. Arizona has, to me, it, it might not have tremendous depth, but even like Bradley and then and Crevis, it has so many guys and pieces where I, I did pick, I picked USC to win the Pac-12, and I'm not going to shift off of that. And these two teams could wind up tying at top of the league ledger. But 
if Arizona is going to be this good, it kept Duke to under a point per possession tonight. Arizona was at uh, one point zero two five points per possession. It was slightly better effective field goal percentage. It beat them on the boards. Offensive rebounding percentage, Arizona 37.5% of its mooses. Duke just 21.1. The rebounding was a big disparity in the first half. I just... I like so much of what Arizona's done here. And this is going to matter down the road because Arizona has such a demanding non-conference schedule. Like it's going to take it's you would think that it's going to take losses, be it Michigan State, it's got Wisconsin, it's got Purdue, it's got Alabama. It's going to get picked off at least in one of those games. So this win is going to offset whatever L comes there. And again, this is the this is the big roadie um the, on the schedule and and what's just such a huge, huge, huge victory. For Arizona, someone in the chat saying Crevis was the big eye opener for him. Me too. Um, Crevis stepping in and being that impactful right away, I thought was was pretty significant. And and in a game where you can have honestly ten to twelve different kind of takeaways from both ends of the floor, I'd say my biggest ones with Arizona are Kylan Boswell, who got some burn last year. Kylan, he's ready. Uh, ready. I under I put him on my top 101 players list in the preseason. I, I ranked him too low. I think he's going to be a top 50 player in the sport by the end of the season. Arizona fans might be like, dude, that's going to be a top 30 player. We'll see. Maybe tap the brakes on that. But even him, he got the post game interview. If you watched what he said on on ESPN, uh, not shy on confidence and belief. Loved what he had to say. Uh, so him, Crevis. And, I, and I'd say Johnson's defensive capability, I thought, was pretty significant overall for, for Arizona. Um, Lloyd's just a damn good coach, man. He, just, he really is. And I know Arizona fans are thrilled that it's working out the way it's working out so far. Um, the team switchability overall uh, and, and Lloyd's philosophy is, uh, is big time stuff. I'll talk Duke real quick here. And again... GP and I will run all this back on Sunday and I'll let GP rightfully. So uh, take the mic for most of that stuff. If you're Duke, um, I don't think you played well and I don't think you played poorly. And I would even say the fact that granted it's on your home floor. The fact that, you know, you, you had Mitchell who's wound up starting after, you know, Shire didn't fully tip the hand, but he's after the sprained ankle. Um, okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Mitchell, like I thought he gave you enough, not knowing what he what he'd give you. Filipowski might have left a couple out there, but I thought he played well. Proctor and and I'm kind of here with Proctor. Like I like his game and this is only the second game of the season, so we'll see. Um but he just he disappeared in spots whereas and they're not going to rely on a freshman late to do this. Like Jared McCain, I thought had a couple of really really nice plays and and Shires, what he's going to do with those guards, because he's got Roach, in my opinion, he's got Roach, Proctor, and McCain, who are all going to be capable 
of commanding the ball and running the offense, just depending on situation. Roach showed why he's going to be ever valuable and almost certainly is going to be on the floor anytime late in the game when Duke is in a tight one because you need his veteran presence. He's a relatively good decision maker. He had two shots that didn't go in that should have gone in tonight. So that development I thought was key. Um, you, you know, Stewart got on the floor, but he only played four minutes. TJ Power doesn't even see the floor in a game like this. So it's it might take Shire just a little bit of time. Let's see how much depth he actually has. Sometimes it's the other way around with these high 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 power high major teams, where you might see more guys see the floor. And maybe this is the case when we look up on the Champions Classic on Tuesday. You'll see more guys on the floor, and a coach kind of being like, "All right, maybe he only gets five minutes, but I want to see what my new guy can do." It really wasn't that way. You had seven guys in double figures. Ryan Young played twelve minutes. He's going to get some burn, veteran presence, like you know he's going to do it. And then Foster wound up playing thirteen minutes as well. Overall for Duke, you had a chance despite playing B minus ball, something like that. I thought I thought it was encouraging enough. You don't want to lose, but you know Shire didn't lose a single home game in his first season. You get picked off by Arizona. Uh, you know, there's no real huge downside with that. And you know, as a reminder, this stuff is. <sighs> It's just not going to hurt them whatsoever. It, th- this loss is not going to be a net negative. I, I, I don't, I don't think so. Um, we, as we're, uh, as I'm talking here, and I'm going to wrap in just a second. But Shy, I'm reading a, a quote here, and, and credit to Brian Ralph, who, uh, who has transcribed this. He said, "You have to give him credit. I thought they were the more aggressive." Uh, team in the first half. I didn't think we played our best and we were still right there. The biggest thing for me is that we didn't play together and that's hard for me to swallow. I would agree with that in the immediacy of, of reacting to that for sure. Um, Lloyd said, quote, my goal is to win all our games in March and April. That's our goal. I don't have a checklist to win all, all our games in November, but it is better than losing. Sure, without a doubt, but if you're Tommy Lloyd and you just went on the road and beat Duke and Cameron uh, and they're got to go to your place next year. I'll be at Cooper flag. We'll be involved in that one. That's a big time takeaway and a big time result there. So, um, yeah, I just couldn't be, I couldn't be happier with, uh, with the game itself. And I'm not going to continue to like bang this drum, although I guess it deserves, it deserves banging uh, just to, to get this kind of game. And you even heard Billis and, uh, you heard Billis on the call with Shulman and they, they, you know, they basically echoed the sentiments of my column earlier this week to, to have coaches being willing and able to schedule like this. And you see, I, I almost want to send a tape of this broadcast to every coach at like a top 30 level program and say, see what this can do. If you're just, you know, get the home and home, just get it at some point in the first week of the season, you know, or first 15 days of the season. Ideally, when er, earlier, the better to really give it a boost. Um Plenty of buzz about how good the game was. The atmosphere bled through the television. There's no doubt about it. So, again, credit to these coaches on a busy Friday night. And I'm going to dip out here and go continue watching the rest of what we got here on this Friday. I thought it was uh, thought it was pretty tremendous and terrific overall that these two teams came ready. It wasn't ugly hoop. And we wound up getting a, a pretty damn interesting result in the process in Arizona landing. Uh, statistically, it's best win in 22 seasons in terms of top two team on the road it had been a while since we got that um that's about it for me again quickie pod in and out i promise just a a little monologue help help you know carry you over till our big sunday show uh appreciate we've got you know we've got some decent viewership here on a on a friday night but again anyone that cares about college basketball is going to be kind of dialed in so i appreciate everyone that's that's hopped in and uh and talking in the chat very much so gp and i'll be back sunday and the goal there is, as usual, we're going to try and go live uh, basically once that 4 p.m. NFL window really settles down and well before the Sunday night football kicks off. So we'll be there, recap everything you need to know. If you enjoyed it, please leave a uh, leave a comment on the YouTube page uh, or leave a five-star review. 
and uh, something in the uh, in the Apple podcast. And be sure, by the way, now that the season's back, GP takes care of the intros and outros, so sometimes these things don't get said, but I wanted to mention this. If you have buddies, friends, men and women in your life that enjoy college basketball and you think that they don't listen to the pod and they might enjoy it, please continue to spread word. It's from fans like you that uh, that help continue to grow the podcast. We're in the midst of our best year ever, and we want as many people engaged with the show as possible. So thank you so much, and uh, I'm saving all trash talk about who's the sheep with GP on Sunday because I will remind you, one of us picked Arizona to cover, and the other one thought he was an independent thinker. How did that one work out? That's what I thought. Talk to you Sunday night. Thanks so much.